On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the difference between winning and losing. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake it back! Does that feel good? Yeah, it rhymes. Woo. They're both verbs. Awesome. And welcome back, sports fan, to the next episode of the Shaving Points Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at shaving underscore points. That's PTS underscore pod. My name is Quentin Crisco. You can find me on Twitter at Stats. It is the middle of March. The madness is upon us. And I'm joined here with my co-host, as always, Jayden May. How you doing today, Jay? Doing fantastic. My name is Jayden May. You can find me on Twitter at jmay56. Make sure you find us on all the socials, Shaving Points Podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Check out our website, shaving-pointspodcast.com, where we have all the merch you could ever need. We got these awesome, awesome cupcake golf hats. They're great on the course. People love them. Tom Brady just came out of retirement, and he said the only reason why he wanted to stay retired so he could keep wearing his cupcake golf gear. That's so great. We have these awesome quarter zips. They're so comfortable, so durable. You can wear them any time of the year. We got hoodies. We got shirts. We got everything you need for the summer. Fanny packs. Fanny pack season boys coming upon us. Make sure you go grab your fanny packs. But – all of our content will be also posted to our website. So if you're not on social media for any reason, go to the website. Everything will be there. And we're getting into brackets today. Um, the madness is upon us. I cannot wait for this week. Just gamble my face off, play golf, watch college basketball. It's the best time of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't wait. I'm right there with you, yeah. Jay. So, so, do we just want to jump right into the West Bracket here? Yeah, we'll jump into the West Bracket. So, you got some heavy hitters right off the bat. It's the Gonzaga region. Uh, you got UConn in this bracket, end of the season strong. Arkansas, must bust is always good. Their Vermont Cattermounts won their, or won their conference. Finished the season really hot as well. You have Notre Dame, Rutgers play-in game. Rutgers was a problem in the Big Ten all year. Notre Dame, sneaky good in the ACC. You have Alabama, who's been feast or famine all year. They've had some really big upsets, but they've also dropped some really bad games. But then, of course, you have our Texas Tech Red Raiders. And then can't forget about Duke, Coach K's last ride. And then also Michigan State. You got Blue Bloods. You got New Bloods. You got everything in this quadrant. And we're going to break it down for you based on what the model says. And then also, we do have a bracket challenge going on, ESPN Tournament Challenge. Search for Shaving Points Podcast Bracket. Some, some I think you just Shaving, shaving points, points Bracket, I think it. it is. Yeah, I think if you just search Shaving Points, you'll find it. But enter that bracket challenge for a chance to win free merch from the store. Uh, and it's free, free to merch. join. Free merch, free to join. Um, so you might as well. So we're not putting out personal picks. 
right now, everything we go through tonight will be model specific. So the model has picked every game in the tournament down to the national champion, and we'll be going through those on the bracket starting in the West. All right. So first up, model says Gonzaga's going to destroy Georgia State. That's no surprise. Not a surprise. Number number one overall seed versus the 68th team in the tournament. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and just push Gonzaga three to the round of 32. Next up, Boise State, Memphis, which surprised me with the model here because I think this is razor thin, but it has Boise State. (laughs) (laughs) Razor thin. Yes, sir. No, uh, No, it's got Boise State. One in pretty handily, 67%. Uh, it's got Boise State over Memphis. So, so Boise is 9-3 and three against the spread on the road this year. And I use spreads, the records against the spread on this because it tells it really tells you how much better or worse the team is than what Vegas has thought they were this year, more than wins-losses because wins-losses, you know, their schedule might not be as good. Um, and then – Let's see, on Ken Palm, Boise State's number 26. So that's that's really a lot of what's feeding this here, those two factors. Vegas has this game at a two-and-a-half-point spread. They have Memphis as the slight favorite, minus 145 on the money line. So Boise State at 67%, which is a pretty good uh, windicator, as we like to call it over here. Um, <laughs> so you can get that on the money line for plus 125, so it might be a little bit of value there. Uh, in the first round, uh, it likes Boise enough uh, to where it might be worth taking that money line option there at 125. Yeah. Um, then next up here, we got Yukon and New Mexico State. This is the first upset that we have in here. Um, New Mexico State out of the whack. Beat oh, yeah. Christian in the conference tournament. Um, yeah. Some solid teams. Tarleton was good all year, uh, but they really couldn't put it together. Stephen F. Austin had had a, a little run as well. Uh, New Mexico State, they, I mean, they're they're tough. They're a solid team. I loved UConn going into the tournament. I do not like this draw for UConn. Twelve five is the typical upset that you see uh, people always predict, and the math and science behind the model also likes the twelve five upset here. We're all about them. math and science around here. Yes, sir. Um, so those of you watching on YouTube here, looking at the graphics, saying this 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 uh, region is almost all chalk. Don't worry, there's a lot of upsets coming later on. Yeah. In this. <laughs> That's just this region. Um, but so next up, we got Arkansas, Vermont. One more Arkansas. thing. Oh, good on the New Mexico State and uh, Yukon. Uh, New Mexico State, seven-point underdogs, plus 240 on the money line. So, back-to-back money line dogs there. That That's uh, one where I hit Vegas. the spread and the money line so that, like, I at least make my money, like, break even if they don't win and they still cover. But if they cover – I mean, if they win, I win more money. Like, I, I'm yep. going to hit both of those. So, we got New Mexico State going on to the round of 32. Next up, Arkansas-Vermont. Yep. Just sticking with the chalk on this one, Arkansas, number four seed, taking on number 13, Vermont. Model says 63% confidence that Arkansas is going to win this. Arkansas has been a pretty dang good team this year. Um, Makes sense to me. Yeah, personally, 
this is another uh, upset that I was looking at, but when the model lacks something that much, it's uh, hard for me to go against it. But if you are looking to bet the dog in this one, Vermont is five-point dogs plus 180 on the money line. Arkansas, obviously, five-point favorites minus 220 on the money line. So if you want to follow, uh, if you like Arkansas here, they might be worth throwing in a teaser minus 220. You get a couple of those put together, and you're at plus odds real quick on a three. You said it was a. You said it was five and a half point the spread. Five point. Five point. So the models, the models going to probably like Arkansas to cover here too. Yep. Just looking at that number right now, if that stays at five, it's it's going to like Arkansas to cover. Yeah. Um, Next up, we have a play-in game. Rutgers Notre Dame model likes uh, Notre Dame to advance and play Alabama. The model really likes Notre Dame. Like uh, two, there's two of these play-in teams that the model really likes to 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 get a little distance in here. Yeah, and so we don't have um, obviously a spread for Notre Dame and Alabama, but. Notre Dame is uh, a pick'em, and they play on Wednesday at eight or uh, seven seven o'clock Eastern or Central Time. So uh, pick'em at Notre Dame right there. So Model X Notre Dame, you can get them uh, even money right now. So all right. So next up, we got no, the third seeded Texas Tech Red Raiders taking on. Good. 14th seed of Montana State. This one's a no-brainer. This Tech's going to win this game. Um, yeah. But I believe you said the spread was pushing up towards 15 on this. 15 and a half. Last I checked, it's sitting at 15 right now in my book. Do not get sucked into that. That is a bad line. Like the, the model says, don't, like, don't bet either side of it because it's unpredictable. Just don't get sucked into a betting a 15-point favorite in the tournament. It's just not good right. practice. Texas Tech, number one defense coming into the tournament. Uh, Over-under for this game is 132.5. I really like this under. I don't think Montana State will be able to score over 50. And Mark Adams is a classy enough dude where if he's up by 15, 20-plus, he's going to put the brakes on. I could see Tech winning this 70-50, to 50, covering the spread and hitting the under. Not touching the spread, but I probably will sprinkle that under 132.5. That is a large total for a Texas Tech game. Most of their totals hover around 124 to 128. So anytime I see 130s, if they're not playing Kansas, I love the under. Good stuff right there. All right, next up we got Michigan State, seventh seed, taking on number 10 or 10th seed, Davidson. And the models, this is another upset, second upset for this region. It likes Davidson here. Yeah, Tom Izzo and March, hard to bet against, but uh, Michigan State's not good this year. Not nope. good at all. Davidson got hot. Uh, they got Davidson got screwed a couple of years ago. We didn't have the tournament. They were going to be the number one overall seed, most likely. Obi Toppin, ain't no stopping. You know how that goes. Um, but, yeah, it looks like Davidson uh, is picked to win pretty easily here, and – I can pull that spread up for you real quick. Now, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Izzo's team, you know, fights a little harder and it's not an easy, easy win, but I, I think Davidson's taking this game. Yeah, so historically, I mean, Izzo's dropped some – I mean, they've lost first round as a two seed, uh, second round as a one seed. Um, but this is a pick 'em. 
and this is one that I think a lot of people are going to be picking Davidson in. So this might be an opportunity to fade the model. I'm taking Davidson, though. Uh, I like Davidson in this spot. So you kind of so go to the side. Vegas has it as a pick them, so. All right, and then last one here for the round of 64 out west. We got Duke and Cal State Fullerton. And this is the second most confident game that the model has for this region is Duke. Um, yeah. Which, they got Duke talent. Cal State yeah, Fullerton you, doesn't. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have Coach K on his final run. Um, would be I, I would love nothing more to see Fullerton win this. Plus 1,500 on the money line. Gonna sprinkle it. You can't not sprinkle that. Watching Coach K go out in a fiery blaze against CS Fullerton in the first round in a two fifteen matchup would be the greatest day ever. Yeah, you're so, selling me, man. You have me at plus fifteen hundred. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm probably not touching the spread. It's eighteen points, but I probably will put a sprinkle on that money line. And it is the Friday af- late afternoon game. So if you're in the central time it's gonna be around that five o'clock window. So if you've won some bets already leading up to that Sprinkle that and just hope and pray we get an upset because it would be the greatest thing if Duke falls to Fullerton in Coach K's last game. Now, speaking of a a Duke upset, if they won that game and see Davidson in the next round, I like that. Yeah, I I like uh, that. Going to the round of 32, we have Davidson versus Duke. And if you're not watching on YouTube, you can see razor, razor thin margin, as we like to say here on the Shaving Points podcast, number one podcast in the world. 49% Davidson, 51% Duke. Duke gets the very slightest That's a coin flip. That's a coin flip. Yeah, and I guarantee you, if, if the numbers stand, because the model – Things will it change, will change as, as more stats come on. But you know. if if you're getting a 49, 51%, uh, that might be another chance to take a money line dog there and maybe win you some money. Um, but we got Duke advancing on to the Sweet 16. Next up, Texas Tech, Notre Dame. Model loves Texas Tech in the spot, 59%. Mm-hmm. Um, and regardless yeah. of whether it's Rutgers or Notre Dame or Michigan State here, it likes Tech. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think Tech's got a pretty good shot to go on to the Sweet 16, and then it's starting to start getting tough for them. Um, New Mexico State, with the big upset in the first round, facing the must bust. Arkansas, and it's got Arkansas pushing through to the Sweet 16. New Mexico State's uh, Cinderella run doesn't quite take off there. But, yeah, and I believe this was another one, it, Connecticut or New Mexico State. It says Arkansas is running the train here. And then we got the number one seed, Gonzaga, taking on Boise State. And so you don't have to listen to the model on this one because Cupcake guaranteed me Boise State wins and goes on to the Sweet 16 and knocks out Gonzaga in the round of 32 here. That's Absolutely. Cupcake lock. Well, that's your lock and lock of the year, but uh, since since this bracket, we're specifically going off the model. 
we're going to go ahead and push Gonzaga to the Sweet 16, even though we all know they're not going to make it because they're going to lose to Boise State in the second round. Lock of the year. <laughs> so headed to the Sweet 16 in the West region. We got Gonzaga, Arkansas. Model loves Gonzaga here, 54% to Arkansas's 46 Uh so that is a narrow one. Like there's, I mean, obviously we haven't, we don't have spreads or anything, but there there's potential yeah. there for um, a spread to be out of whack and Arkansas to cover a spread. And Arkansas is a tough team. They're going to be a tough out no matter what. But Gonzaga's a wagon. Uh, they're going to be tough. Gonzaga's going to be tough, tough no matter who they play. And then we have New Blood versus Blue Blood here. Duke versus Texas Tech. Basically a pick them, but. The model has Duke just as a slight so, favorite again. I like. I love the fact that Duke is coming off a forty nine percent, fifty one percent, going into another forty nine, fifty one percent against Tech. Yeah. Like it's it's narrow margin and narrow. Like they they're gonna have to fight two games in a row, and I love that for Tech. Yeah, and. I mean, that tech defense doesn't rest. Mark Adams looks like a chemistry professor, but he coaches like a war general. Uh, just ask Dickie V. He knows all about it. But, no, we got Duke moving on there from the Sweet 16 to the Elite 8, and then the Elite 8 matchup in the West region. Gonzaga-Duke, one versus two. Pretty chalk here. We got Gonzaga moving on to the Final Four in the West region. Yeah, the Zags are, on the, are running the show in the West, according to the model. I think Texas Tech is going to be challenging there at the end, personally. But yeah, yeah, who so, might have question uh, question my creation? Yeah, so outside of the model, uh, some some Final Four teams I like out of this bracket, obviously Duke, uh, Texas Tech. I think Alabama, if they get hot, like they like I said at the beginning, they've been feast or famine all year. But I mean, if they get hot and they might be able to beat a tech team. They might be able to beat a Gonzaga, might be able to beat an Arkansas again. Who knows? Um, and then Arkansas is the same way. And then if you want a Cinderella run out of this, I really like Vermont uh, to make a run personally, uh, maybe to the Sweet 16. We'll see. But, yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, those are some, some of my personal opinions outside of the model, so. Yeah, I, I didn't see. According to the model, there there wasn't a strong Cinderella candidate out of this uh, th- this region, but there are some coming. And then Cupcake Cinderella, Boise State national championship mm-hmm. bound. Nah, do they have a blue <laughs> basketball court too? Shit, I wish. <laughs> basketball courts are already wonky enough in college. I just need to calm down. Yeah, with those. dude, the Oregon one always messes with me, man. Dude, I can't watch Oregon games. Pack 12 sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what we got in, I believe, the East. East region's up next. We're doing that whole side of the bracket first. So, Baylor, Norfolk State. You got Baylor, the number two overall seed in the tournament. Or, no, were they the fourth one? I can't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're one seed. Norfolk State. Baylor's a wagon. Scott Drew is a hell of a coach. Oh, this um, one is tighter than most most one sixteen. Yeah, this way, like the the model thinks that Norfolk State's going to put up a fight here. Like if this they is over well, a ten point spread, there, there's value. Yeah, so I'm pulling up the spread for us right now. Give me one second. Uh, I was just on it a second ago, but 
Yeah, it would go uh, North Carolina Marquette off on the off on the spread for Baylor. Yeah, so eight versus nine. North Carolina's eight. Marquette's nine. This one is not a wide margin. You got fifty four percent on North Carolina, forty six percent on Marquette. Um, so it does like North Carolina here, but it's not a not a strong lean either way. Typically, I like to see fifty five percent or higher. So it's just sitting on that edge there of where I'm comfortable with versus not comfortable with. Yeah, and then uh, spread for this game is a three-point spread. You have Marquette as a slight dog at plus, uh, getting plus three, plus 130 on the money line. North Carolina minus three, minus 160 on the money line. So if you like North Carolina here, might be another parlay opportunity. Yeah, I guess I'd get a couple of those minus 160s, minus 200s together and get that parlay up to about plus 300. Be making some good money at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor so, Norfolk State spread of twenty two, so maybe take that, Norfolk State there. That could be it. So typically, the spread is roughly like if you add the spread to the confidence percentage as a dog, that's about where you'll see it. So that means that yeah, you'll have Norfolk State somewhere around sixty percent confidence to cover this game, which I, I haven't liked to do ten plus point spreads this year because they're. They tend to be more variable, but in the tournament, I might yeah. be more willing just because I think guys play their heart out. And but there's also going to be some blowouts. There's yeah. always blowouts. So Baylor's definitely a team that can blow you out, especially if they get hot shooting. So keep that in mind. But yeah, why? So uh, Wyoming, another play-in game here. Wyoming beats Indiana in the play-in game to face. St. Mary's and Wyoming is a four point dog to Indiana. So you can get Wyoming in the playoff game on Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night at plus 155. So hot tip, hot tip, hot tip alert. The model loves Wyoming. Like it, the, the, this doesn't show them getting past St. Mary's, but it's, a 1% difference, not even it's a 0.8% difference in the confidence. It's spoiler loves. alert. Spoiler alert. Not a whole lot of people get past St. Mary's <laughs> clearly, but if Wyoming does, I was playing around with this. The model thinks they're going all the way to the elite eight. <laughs> hey, that would be a Cinderella run. Like UCLA did last year and they're in this yeah. up. Here, UCLA versus the Akron Zips. You got Maction going on against the Blue Blood, John Wooden's team. And UCLA, 58%. I like them better than 58%. I don't see them losing against Akron. But um, this one is one where it gets a little tough because. You're talking about a matching schedule up against yeah. a, a power a power conference schedule. Well, it's just Pac twelve Pac twelve wasn't great this year, but yeah, I mean UCLA was they're pretty solid all year. They're fourteen point favorites here, so that might be a big spread that uh, you can lay the juice on and not worry about it. I, I think UCLA rolls them here. You know what I just realized? It's it's. It's too bad that Penn State isn't in this tournament because then we could tell everyone to not sleep on the Lions. Yeah. Uh, there's not a single line in the tournament? 
I, I can't think of it. I mean, I'm sure there is. I just, is Yale the Lions? The model's sleeping on the Lions. Somewhere. Somebody's sleeping Somebody. on the Lions. <laughs> it's the number one rule of gambling, and people still freaking do it. I don't understand it. Um, but, yeah, we got UCLA moving on to the round of 32. And then we have them all Longhorns, Chris Beard. What a draw for Texas in the first round. One of the hottest teams in the country against an underwhelming, underperforming Texas team who came into the year as the number three team in the nation with a coach who had been to the national championship wait, in the wait. past four years. The, the number three team in the country cannot be a six seed. Number three team in the country didn't even finish <laughs> top three in their own conference. We're talking about a team with all the talent in the world and they can't do anything. It's like football all over again. <laughs> Longhorns suck. Texas sucks. Horns down. Virginia Tech. This is a model pick. And Virginia Tech's moving on against Chris Beard's bitch ass in Texas in the first round. And I love to see it. This is one of everybody's favorite upsets that I have been seeing. And... It's a 11-6 matchup. Vegas has it as a pick on. So, not that shocking. But we got Virginia Tech moving on to the round of 32, sending Chris Beard home, sending the Longhorns home in the first round of 64 and back-to-back years. Too bad it's not Abilene Christian again. Oh, that would be sweet if it was. <laughs> if you're a UT fan, buy merch. <laughs> Show us love. Yeah, after all the nice things I just said about you, because I could have been meaner. <laughs> all, right, all right, next. Next up, we have Purdue, the Ivy League of the Big Ten, facing the Ivy League champion. That we do. Number three seed, Purdue. Number 14 seed, Yale. It's got Purdue a 62% chance of winning. So fairly strong here, but um, if that that spread is pushing up around ten, you might want to stay away from it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think of Yale. They've been weird to me all year. Yeah. So this game's up fifteen and a half points. Uh, Yale is obviously the underdog, plus seven hundred and eighty on the money line. I like Purdue. I think they were a solid team all year. They were flirting around with a one seed there for a minute, but uh, couldn't close out. But I'll be I, completely I, frank here. Ivy League schools have been bad to me all year with this model. Yeah, like, I just don't know what to think with the Ivy League schools in the model. But they tend to play hard in the tournament. They tend to play tough. Uh, they're tough outs usually. So they might be – you might sprinkle that 15 and a half points, but – I'll be dead honest. I haven't watched a single Ivy League game all year, so I have no idea what Yale looks like. But I have seen Purdue, and I don't. I mean, they might not cover, but I, yeah, I, I don't think they're in much trouble of getting upset here. Yeah. I think they move on to the th- round of thirty-two. Yeah, I, I might just bet on Purdue to cover the spread, just out of spite for what Ivy League schools have done to me this year. Yeah. <laughs> That this is one of the most disappointing first round matchups in the entire tournament. Two mid majors that I was so excited for both these. I know. Teams. I, I, I want to got each for... other in the first round. Yeah. 
like so, I was yeah, excited to see who San Francisco got, man. And they just, yeah. it's like the model is just like, nope, Murray State's going to kill him. Crap. Yeah. So we got Murray State, San Francisco, 7 10 matchup, two mid majors. Why the bracket makers did this, I don't know. But Vegas has it as Murray State, a slight one and a half point favorite, minus 125 on the money line. Model loves Murray State. So this is another minus 125. You throw it in with those low minus 200s, mid minus 180, somewhere around there. It's going to be a parlay pick. But goodness gracious, I would have loved to see San Fran play a team like Iowa State, LSU, Arkansas, Alabama. Like I would have loved to see San Francisco yeah. play one of those. And maybe a Murray State get somebody like a Michigan or Ohio State wanted somebody like that but nope we got them playing against each other the first round it's sad but murray state moves on to the round of 32. and then last one we got here number two seed kentucky up against number 15 seed say peters it's close it's very close for a 15-2 but ultimately the model says there's only enough room for one saint in this region, and that's St. Mary. So, St. Yeah, and St. Peter's Sister out. Jane's not here, so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but, yeah, so Kentucky's one of the favorites uh, for mo- for a lot of brackets to win it all. And the model has them just squeaking by here at 52%. Yeah. Vegas has Kentucky as 18.5-point favorites. They have St. Peter's at plus fifteen hundred, and there's another plus fifteen hundred on the money line. So maybe take, maybe you parlay uh, St. Peter's with um, CS Fullerton, and just go wild with it. <laughs> if you do that and make some money, please share it. <laughs> yeah, help the boys out. Go buy some merch. <laughs> All right, so moving on day. to the round of thirty-two. We got starting off starting off up top. We got Baylor in North Carolina. Likes Baylor. Not exceedingly, but it likes them. Um and then St. Mary's. St. Mary's is a wagon, according to the model. St. Mary's is gonna take down UCLA. Yeah, so I like St. Mary's going into the tournament. I don't like them as much as the model does, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking. Uh, I guess the WCC is just the hardest conference in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, they got they got St. Mary's beating UCLA, which I don't I don't really consider it that crazy yet. But as we, I mean, it's on, a five and a four seed. Like it, yeah. it's that they're considered by the the bracket makers pretty even. Yeah. So a uh, quick update on St. Peter's CS Fullerton. Uh, Plus twenty four thousand odds, so one dollar to win two hundred and fifty bucks. So might as well live a little. Well, yeah, live a little to play a lot. You know what I'm saying? But no, yeah, like St. Mary's here, uh, they are a five seed, five four matchup. So as crazy as it sounds for a, w, a, a WCC team that's not Gonzaga, moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, not shocking. So, yeah. Then next up, 
We're talking about 0.02% here. Virginia Tech yeah. versus Purdue. It's got Virginia Tech moving on. One of the hottest teams in the country. Sweat through the ACC tournament like a hot knife through butter. They've been streaky all year. If they stay hot, this is definitely a team that can make a run. Definitely keep an eye on them. So definitely a Cinderella-type team. Yeah. Kick Purdue and, out of here. Yeah. Uh, they knock Purdue out in the round of 32 and move on to the Sweet 16. Yeah. And then last up here, Murray State, Kentucky. Uh, Model thinks Murray State puts up a fight, but Kentucky's going to be too much for them. They're no yeah, St. Kentucky- Peter's. Yeah, when when Kentucky plays small schools um, or mid majors, they usually—I mean, Kentucky—they get all the talent in the world. But I mean, they got the length, they got the skill. It's just hard to keep up at that point. You got to be able to have guys that can match bodies with them, and their five and their backcourt is just so hard to stop. So, yeah, Kentucky. I think Kentucky kind of. Cruises on to the Sweet 16 here, and the model agrees. So, yeah. Uh, next up in the East region in the Elite Eight, we have Baylor, the number one seed in the East, going against St. Mary's. Here we are again. St. Mary's moves on at a 51% confidence to the Elite Eight. Baylor gives them a battle, but. It's hard to battle a Saint. Yep, St. Mary's moving on to the Elite Eight. Then we got Virginia Tech versus Kentucky, and this is where Virginia Tech's Cinderella story comes to the end by the Goliath, Kentucky. Kentucky moves on, plays St. Mary's in the Elite Eight, and wouldn't you know it, by golly, St. Mary's. St. Mary's is going to the Final Four, baby. They took down St. Peter, but they couldn't stand up St. Mary. Yeah. Kentucky gets knocked off in the Elite Eight. St. Mary's on to the Final Four to play Gonzaga for the fourth time. What will we see there? Stay tuned to find out. Now we have a quick word from our sponsor before we get to the other half of the bracket. Hey, Jayton, you excited? Excited for what? March Madness is here. Not everyone can have a perfect bracket, but you can have the perfect set of balls this tournament season with the sponsor of art of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their ultra-premium collection. Ultra-premium collection to give you the total championship hygiene routine. After sweating out the games, make sure you lather up head to toe with this all-in-one skin and hair kit to have your body and balls smelling Final Four fresh. Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code SHAVINGPOINTS for 20% off plus free shipping. 20% off? And free this, shipping? This is a Cinderella story you're not going to want to miss. Yeah, guys, this stuff is fantastic. Uh, we get some free products from Manscaped, and they are absolutely amazing. Let me tell you, uh, the new Lawnmower 
is the perfect, perfect little tool to get you trimmed up and groomed up and ready to go for the March Madness season. Get you feeling clean, get you feeling fresh. And there ain't no other place to get this other than manscaped.com using code shaving points, 20% off and free shipping worldwide. When you use this code, you do not want to miss out on this exclusive offer. It's awesome. Keep your balls fresh. Keep your balls clean. You're going to love it. Worldwide. Wide. Wide. Yes, sir. Clean ball season. Get your ball shaved. All Never right. going to do a March Madness without it. Yeah. You definitely have to keep your balls fresh and clean. Manscaped.com. Code shaving points. 20% off free shipping worldwide. Don't wide. miss out. Wide. Wide. All right. Moving on to the South region. Got Arizona. Just Bryant. <laughs> yeah. So they got Bryant as the playing game here, winning against Wright State. Bryant is three and a half point dogs plus 140 on the money line. If you want to take that Tuesday afternoon. So if you're listening to this Tuesday morning, Bryant plays Wright State tonight. Go ahead and take the money line at plus 140. They move on. They play Arizona, and they get destroyed. Arizona goes to the round of 32. Arizona's pretty good. Yeah, very good. Yep. Yep. Very, very good. But uh, So we got Seton Hall versus TCU. TCU, one of my favorite teams coming into the tournament. They didn't have a great showing in the Big 12 tournament, but they, they finished the season hot. bracket spot, man. Yeah, they did. But finished the season winning against Texas, winning against Texas Tech, and winning against Kansas. I think it was Kansas. I think it was Kansas. I think they might have lost, but they it was very close. Yeah, they ended the season very, very strong. And then so but Seton Hall is a tough matchup. Big East teams play tough. And model don't care. Model don't care. Yeah, model got TCU moving on. And I believe the spread for this game is a pick'em, but I am going to double check if I can find it. Yeah. While you're looking, I'll go ahead and bring up the next this, one. I'm- this this is the last game of the first round, Friday night, nine p.m. tip Central Time. Uh, it is a pick'em. Seton Hall minus one, minus one fifteen on the money line. TCU plus one, plus one hundred five on the money line. So. Last game of the last game of the week or last game of the first round, so might be some value there to get a little bit of extra bankroll going into the round of thirty-two. Yeah. All right, and then we got number five seed Houston against twelve UAB. Model says Houston's going to roll here. I think Jaden has some thoughts on that though. Yeah, I like UAB, man. They had a great, great conference tournament. Had that triple overtime thriller. Uh, I mean. I like both these teams coming. This is another matchup I hated to see in the first round because I do like both these teams. We got our boy Kyler Edwards over there at Houston balling out. So I think Houston wins, but I would have really liked to see UAB get a different draw here because these are two teams that I feel like could make a deep run. But ultimately, the model has Houston moving on here. And I believe this is a pretty big spread. If I, yeah, eight and a half points, UAB plus 315 on the money line. Total for this game is 135. Both these teams can shoot. I like the over in this game. 
if you want to sprinkle that as well. I don't love a whole lot to- a whole lot of totals this tournament, but this is one I do like over 135. Uh, these teams can shoot, and I think it'll be a close game. So see a lot of fouls late, maybe uh, get a little, maybe 10 extra points in the last two minutes. So yeah, like the over there, 135. So, so book it. Book it. Lock it in. All right. Next up here, we have number four seed, Illinois. Up against 13 seed Chattanooga. Upset alert. Golly, the model likes Chattanooga. Chattanooga. So at first glance, you would think this is gonna be a huge spread. Uh whenever I saw this picked, I was I immediately ran to the book and I was <laughs> thinking I was gonna get about plus five hundred on Chattanooga here. Nope. Eight point spread, Chattanooga plus two sixty five underdog. I don't know if I like it that much. I might just bet the spread, might sprinkle the money line. Who knows? It is a Friday game, so depending on how I do Thursday, it could be a, a money line sprinkle there. But, yeah, Chattanooga moving on. And always, knocking on Illinois. Illinois had, had a big run about halfway through the season and then kind of fell off. Uh, they were another team that was looking like they were a lot to be a one or a two seed in mid January, but that's so. What is? Again. Do you know what? It, what does Chattanooga excel at? Do they, do they got size? Because Illinois is all about uh, Kofi Cocker. Oh, no, like if he Illinois gets going, they're defense. good. Wait, what? I don't know anything about. Ch- I don't know anything about Chattanooga, but Illinois doesn't play defense. Yeah, I know that. Because if if they have a big who can isolate Cockburn, then Illinois could be in trouble. I, I'm just I'm not that I'm not a Chattanooga expert. I'm just a Chattanooga, yeah, I, I'm just a casual Chattanooga fan. Yeah, I mean I'm the number one Chattanooga fan in the world, and I've never seen them play. So <laughs> I think that's about typical. So yeah, but Chattanooga moves on thirteen over four. Maybe the start of a Cinderella run. We will yeah, see. I mean, it's possible. Yep. Moving on, Colorado State versus Michigan. Michigan wins its play-in game. No, Michigan's not in a play-in game. They should have been in a play-in game. They're terrible. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people are picking Michigan in this spot because they naturally see the seating, and they're like, oh, I need an upset on my bracket, so I'm going to take 11 over 6. Don't do it. If you're a gambler – the line tells you the line is begging you to take Michigan. Michigan's a three point dog in this game. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. Take Colorado state minus the three, take Colorado state in your bracket. This is not the upset that you're looking or this is not the seeding upset that you're looking for. Agreed. Model thinks so too. This is also the opening game on Thursday. So this is what's going to kick everything off. Um, I actually got my numbers wrong there. Michigan is a minus two and a half point favorite, uh, not the other way around, but that's still, I mean, that's still the book begging you to take Michigan there. So I'm not going to do it. You can't make me, can't make me, can't make them. But if Hunter Dick, if Hunter Dickinson gets hot, who knows? Dude's been around forever. He has tournament experience. 
So that's a big factor. I wish one of the things I wanted to do for this that I didn't have time to was like try to try to find the average age of all the guys on these teams yeah. and like throw and, it in here. And I just didn't have the time, but like Michigan's that, another a one real of these factor teams. here. Michigan's another one of these teams that has very good top end talent. Some of the most, one of the most talented teams in the tournament haven't been able to put together all year. So maybe they do, maybe I'm wrong, but model loves Colorado state here. I love Colorado state here. Not buying Michigan. I think they go down in the opening game of the tournament. They should have been a play-in game. Indiana shouldn't be playing in a play-in game, but here we are. So it's the world we live in. World we live in. Staying in the Big Ten, Big Ten country, we have Ohio State, the Ohio State University, going against Sister Jean. 10-7 matchup. This one's close in here. It's only a 5% difference. You got 55% towards Ohio State, 45% towards Loyola. And personally, like, just thinking it through, I'm torn on it. Loyola so Chicago lost their head coach. They lost their best player last year, but they still have a lot of tournament ta- uh, tournament experience, guys who have played there, and they still have Sister Jean on their side. They do, and uh, they have the Gryffindor colors, and you know the Gryffindors are the heroes, even though that's all a lie. And um, they're not really, but so <laughs> Vegas has this as a true pick them minus one ten money line for both teams. So yeah, flip a coin, do whatever you got to do. Model has it five point difference. Vegas has it as an absolute pick them. I like Loyola Chicago here, but I don't think you can go wrong taking Ohio State either. So yeah, whoever you lean, flip up. a coin. Uh, total sitting at 132 and a half. Don't love anything. I don't really love anything about this game. It is Loyola. I feel like Loyola plays a lot of sloppy games and they force a lot of sloppy games. Like, yeah, I just don't know. We'll be on the golf course for this game. It's the opening game of (laughs) the, the opening game Friday. So probably miss this one and hopefully it doesn't turn into an all time classic. (laughs) <laughs> I hope not. All right. And then we got three seed Tennessee against 14 seed Longwood. This oh, one's pretty cut and one? dry in here. Yeah, we, we skipped oh, over okay. it, but no worries. Um, it's pretty cut and dry. Tennessee's going to win this game according to the model. Uh, 63% confidence. That's pretty solid. Um, not a whole Tennessee lot of talk about there. No. Tennessee plays good defense. They control the ball at offense. Uh, play a lot like Texas Tech. They're almost identical as far as the way they play. 17-point favorite for Tennessee here. Uh, 132 on the total. This is another total that you might be able to take that under and get some juice because Tennessee is one of those teams that, I mean, they can lock down. I mean, they locked down Kentucky two different times this year, and Kentucky is one of the best scoring teams in the nation. Longwood is not that. So, <laughs> under under one thirty two in this game could be great value. So, yeah. if you're looking for if you're looking for a total on the first day, it's early afternoon. It could be an easy early bet you could hit. Uh, it's going to be in that second slate of games that tip off uh, Thursday. So, uh, take that under one thirty two and uh, ride it into the evening and get yourself some money. I like money. 
Can't hide money. All right. And then we got the number two. Uh, number two, Villanova versus Delaware. Villanova's kind of been slept in, slept on all year. They were solid first half of the season. Kind of had a couple bumps and bruises. Kind of got forgot about. Sitting as a two seed, and yeah, not a, whole, not a whole lot to say here. Delaware, I don't think can hang with Villanova. Jay Wright loves March, and yeah, Villanova cruises here. Yeah, and the rest of this gets pretty chalk going forward. It. They, you know, it sees Arizona going, going down, taking care, taking care of TCU. Um, Personally, I think TCU can hang in that game, but the model likes Arizona big time in that game. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep on the on the frogs there, the horny frogs. Yeah. So they get high at the right that. time, which is tough to show in the metrics. But they, I mean, you yeah. never know we'll what a team it. that gets hot when they did. Yeah, and they could very also easily lose to Seton Hall. So yeah. <laughs> and then we got Houston versus Chattanooga. This is, uh, I think Houston's damn good. They're going to be a tough out. I don't, I don't think Chattanooga's got the juice here. Neither does Chattanooga's glorious ride ends here. Yeah, we loved them for the <laughs> for the day that we got to experience it, but they fall to the mighty Cougars in Cougar Town, and Houston moves on to the Sweet Sixteen. And then moving forward, we have Colorado State versus Tennessee. Tennessee has a very not. Not very easy road, but they have one of the easier mm-hmm. draws for a three seed that I've seen in a while. But at Colorado State here in the round of 32, model loves them at 58%. I love them at 58% or more. Yeah. I, I love Tennessee in this spot. I think they roll. I think they go on to the Sweet 16 just fine, and the model has them advancing here as well. Yeah. And then last up here, you got seven seed Ohio State to Villanova. This one's a little closer than the others, but it does have Villanova taking it at 55% confidence. Um, like like you said, Villanova's probably a little underrated coming into the tournament here, and I just I just don't know. It, like Ohio State doesn't do it, hasn't done anything for me this year. I don't feel like they're really a team that you have a lot of faith in. And Villanova's good. Yeah, Villanova's very underrated. Villanova could very easily come out of this out of this region. Yeah. If Arizona or Tennessee doesn't, but going to the Sweet 16 in the South region, got Arizona versus Houston. That's where Houston's run comes to an end. Arizona, pretty chalk here down the board, but Arizona's a damn good team. If you're looking for a one seed to lose, I wouldn't bet against Arizona, mm-hmm. and neither does the this model. Is, this is this is not the. Uh... The region where you bet a one or two seed to lose, I think, like early, yeah. definitely not. And then we have one of the best matchups in the region, if probably not the best matchup, Tennessee Villanova. If these two teams meet up, it's going to be a freaking slugfest. And the model absolutely agrees with me. 49 or 41%, 59%. It's got Tennessee moving on. But Jay Wright in March is a hard, hard coach to beat. Villanova is solid. But you got Tennessee moving on here to the Elite Eight to face Arizona to see the winner of the South Quadrant. And it's and another slugfest. Like another the, the, slugfest. The, this region's pretty chalk, but it's it, it thinks they're all going to be rough game, like tough fought games. 
Yeah, Tennessee is one of those teams too. Uh, just bet the under. Tennessee, Texas Tech. Like if they're playing a team that isn't Kansas, Kentucky, Arizona, uh, Oregon, Zaga, bet the under. Like because they can smother anybody and they don't score at a very high pace. So <laughs> Tennessee, Texas Tech, take the unders in those outside of. Arizona, Kentucky, Gonzaga. So keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. Now we got our final region here. Arizona moving on to the final four. The grand old Midwest. Nothing Midwest. like some Midwest hospitality. This is the this is the region I wanted for Texas Tech, and I'm so upset we're not here. Wisconsin got the three in this region. And in my opinion, this is by far the weakest region. You have Providence at the four. You have Kansas at the one. You have Auburn at the two. You have LSU at the six. Iowa at the five. Just so many vulnerable teams. This is the region that could get absolutely crazy. The model has it pretty chalk in the first couple of rounds. But it thinks there's a real shot that both the 16 seed and the 15 seed, one of those two, can pull an upset. It thinks those games are coin flips. Yeah, so starting at the top, we have Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, winning their play-in game against Texas Southern is, I believe, who they're playing. Yeah. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, another dog, another three-and-a-half-point dog, plus 140 on the money line. So, Only three-and-a-half? So the model likes all of the dogs in the play-in games. It, or Notre Dame is a pick em. So it's Notre Dame, Bryant, Wyoming, and Corpus Christi. You take all those in playoff games and you got a plus $2,600 parlay there for you. So go put $15 on that. Go when you sell 390 bucks and go play with it in the tournament. (laughs) But in in the Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Kansas game, we have a 52 to 48%. Wait, that's that's only a three and a half point spread. Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Texas Southern in the play-in game. Oh, okay. I thought you were, I, I thought you were telling me Kansas thought that the 16 seed no. was going to play that close to the one seed too. I no. was like, wait, 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 wait. That'll be a that'll be like a 20 point spread. But <laughs> okay, we could see a University of Maine Baptist College situation here, number 16 knocking off a one. So would love to UMBC. see UMBC. Yeah, got a tattooed on my back. Yep, we uh. We were at a, a bar that night in Austin, and nobody knew who they were. And we convinced everybody in the bar that they were University of Maine Baptist College. And <laughs> for some reason, that was like the funniest thing ever. So, <laughs> shout out to those Maine Baptists, man. Yeah, but we got Kansas squeaking by here, squeaking by to the round of thirty-two, barely by the skin of their teeth. And we have San Diego State Creighton. San Diego State is an eight seed. I think they're, I think they should have been a little bit higher. Creighton looked really good at one point in the season and then absolutely fell apart. That's extremely close matchup here, according to the model. Um, I'm gonna go look at the odds real quick, but we have San Diego State barely losing to Creighton yeah. in the first round. Another coin flip game, 49%, another, 51%. It's yeah. the, 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 this side, the, this 
region is full of these coin flip games. Um, uh, I wish we were in this region. What, now. count them up? What, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight coin flip games, essentially, in this region, yeah. at least? Yeah, this is this is the region where shit could get crazy really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Vegas odds is Creighton's two-and-a-half-point underdog, plus 115 on the money line. If you want to take San Diego State on the money line, minus 135. And so Creighton, a little bit of juice there. You can get them plus money. So might take that, play around with it. It is Friday game, Friday late afternoon game. So that might be something to if you're trying to if you're trying to chase some losses, that might be a underdog to load up on. Or if, if you're winning big. That might just be one of those heat check moments. So either way, bet on it. There's always an excuse one way or the other. So that's the great thing about gambling. It's the great thing about gambling. Um, next up, Providence, the luckiest team in the nation. I think this Wait, is the did most. We, did we skip Iowa? Iowa, Iowa, Richmond. Yeah, my bad. I'm second time. I've Wait, done Rich, that. what? Richmond. Rich, what? <laughs> That's all I think of every time I hear Richmond. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad you got that too. I'm very yes, glad sir. You got that. But yeah, Iowa Richmond. We have Iowa at a 65% confidence here. That's usually right in the money for the yeah. model. Uh, if it likes them right about there, that's that's best. The, 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 the 60 to 70, like somewhere between 60 and 70% is where the models perform best all year. Yeah, so love Iowa in this spot. Uh, in my personal bracket, I'll give a little teaser. I have Iowa going to the national championship, mainly because Ooh. of this bracket. So Miles Iowa got to ten, go pretty far too. Yep. So Iowa ten and a half point favorites here. I like them to cover this. I like them to win this. Uh, I'm all over Iowa the first two days, and then. So Iowa moves on to the round of 32 going up next to the four thirteen matchup Providence luckiest team in the nation, South Dakota state Jackrabbits boys. Yep. Probably the most picked upset that I've seen so far on every single bracket maker. Anybody talking picking uh, South Dakota state over Providence. It's a four thirteen matchup and Vegas has this as a one and a half point game. South Dakota State plus one and a half, plus one oh five on the money line. Like, <laughs> and there's a good chance that Providence probably covers it because they win close games. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be taking Providence here. I know the luck says the luck index says they're the luckiest team in the country, but the model doesn't care. I, I account for that in the model, and it still says Providence fifty six percent. Like, yeah. So yeah, like one of the most picked upsets on the as far as seeding goes, but Vegas doesn't have it as an upset at all. I wouldn't be surprised if South Dakota State gets bet up to the favorites in that game, and then you have then you have an underdog as a four seed in the first round. (laughs) But moving on to LSU, Iowa State, LSU, Will Wade's out. It's been three years in the making. Oh, God. I, I, I hate 
I hate the fact that the model likes LSU because I've lost so many hit bets on them this year. Yeah, so the famous conversation between Will Wade and DeAndre Ayton, and DeAndre Ayton didn't even go to uh, LSU. Finally catches up to him. Will Wade's out. I don't know how they're going to perform without a coach. They could make a great run. They could falter. But Iowa State's not good either. Yeah. Like, both of these teams are bad, I think. I don't know. In my personal bracket, I have LSU winning this and then losing the next round. Yeah. LSU's probably more talented. Iowa State's probably better coached. I don't know. The model's got... LSU won in this uh, at a 58% confidence. Um, Might be a little rich. I think the spread on this game was actually like further than I thought. Uh, Yeah, so four points. Iowa State's the underdog. I thought this would be closer to a pick'em. I actually do like Iowa State here catching the four plus 160 on the money line. Uh, I think there's a little bit of value there. That spread would be one I avoid. Like that, like on the confidence on Fergus spread, it would be like 53% LSU, which I'd avoid because it doesn't hit the 55% benchmark. Yeah. Uh, th- this is this is a dog I'll probably look at taking. Uh, Iowa State's very well coached, and you have no idea how a team's going to respond losing their head coach. Um, at plus 160, I-, I like Iowa State here, but models got LSU moving on to the round of 32. Yep. And then we got the Big Cat special here, the third seed, Wisconsin, taking on 14 seed, Colgate. Um, this one, yeah, model thinks, this- is fairly cut and dry at 63% uh, confidence for Wisconsin to, to take care of business. Yeah, the model couldn't line up any better for Wisconsin here. What a freaking gift. What a gift. So they, they got Colgate. With 63% confidence, that's the best hit rate for the model. Seven and a half point favorites. I like them to cover that as well. And then they get the gift of the winner between LSU, Iowa State, in the round of 32. Yeah. Like, a team without a coach, a, a team that's not good. <laughs> yeah. What a gift for uh, Wisconsin there. But going down, we got the Pac-12 versus ACC in a 7-10 matchup. Very juicy matchup here. USC versus Miami. Two very talented teams that underperformed all year. Going to be flipping that coin a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've So I have my main bracket and then I have some family brackets and then I have brackets with the book that I use that I've turned in. And I think I've flip-flopped on every single bracket I've made so far with these two teams. And the model agrees and Vegas agrees. USC's minus one point favorite, minus 125 on the money line. You can get Miami at plus 105 on the money line. Model has it 49, 50. Everything about this game's on and up to be a coin flip. So should be a very good game Friday afternoon. Uh, and that, Three o'clock window, two o'clock window. So should be a good game right in the right in the thick of things. So might just be one to turn on and enjoy. Maybe flip a coin with your buddies. Maybe think about live betting or something, but I, w- I wouldn't yeah. put much on it before Models tip got, off. And Model has Miami advancing to the round of 32. 
Um, then we get to the two seed, probably the worst two seed, probably should have been a three seed in Auburn. Um, Tennessee should have been the two seed. Auburn should have got bumped down after that, especially after they lost AL, where they just embarrassed themselves. But you got Auburn versus Jacksonville State. Auburn with 52% confidence versus Jacksonville State. Just barely squeaking by. What here. are the buddy line odds on Jayville? Plus 850. 15-point like spread. 15-point spread. So, yeah, I mean – the model thinks there's some good opportunities for some of the for a, for a 15 or a 16 seed a couple of different times here. So yeah. it's probably worth sprinkling some of it. And if history tells us anything, is or recent history is that a two or a one's going to lose because I think yeah. we have three straight tournaments now of a two losing and a one loss for the first time ever just a couple of years ago. And usually those things come in packs it seems like yeah something happens for the first time ever um but moving on auburn moves on to play miami and it's by the skin of their teeth yeah we have we have miami over auburn at 51 percent confidence it's like it's like neither of these teams want to win yeah (laughs) that's the way the model looks (laughs) we have miami squeaking by here Squeaking by, making it to the Sweet 16, knocking off Auburn. Auburn, who was what many people thought the number one overall seed a month ago, probably should have been bumped down to the three seed, gets knocked out in the round of 32 by a 10 seed Miami. Then LSU, Wisconsin. No Will Wade. Wisconsin's a solid team. They're not great. Wisconsin's probably going to win this game without their coach. I just, there's no way to factor that into the model, but like, yeah. Yeah. I like Wisconsin to win this personally, but a uh, model likes LSU. That's also factoring in that they have a coach. So who knows? They might not even yeah. get to this spot. This is probably going to be Iowa state if I were to guess, but we're going based on the model. LSU moves on to the sweet 16. Yep. And then up top here, we got, Five seed Iowa and four seed Providence. Another coin flip game. Fifty one percent going to Iowa. Iowa takes the W here. This is just—it's a coin flip. It's fifty-fifty. We can go yeah. either way. And Providence, I mean, so played in a bunch of close games, and they also got absolutely pummeled by Creighton. And the Big East tournament, it was what seventy-eight to forty or something like that. It was something so, ludicrous. If they don't keep it close, they can very well get blown out. And I think this yeah. is a spot where they could get blown out by Iowa. Yeah. And then last up here, we got Kansas. And speaking of Creighton, Creighton, point five percent difference here. Yeah. By the, by the skin it, of their teeth, man. It's Kansas, Kansas is pulling this out just yeah. ever so slightly, according to them. The one, the one seed barely squeaks by and gets to the, the Sweet 16 here. For two games in a row, both the top and bottom of this region yeah. has coin flip, coin flip, coin flip, coin flip. This is Yeah, this is the region of chaos. Like and I could see any team besides yeah. maybe Texas, Corpus Christi, A&M, maybe the only one that doesn't have a shot to make a run here. But... 
We have we have a sweet hey, sixteen matchup. Not according to the model. Not according to the model. Yeah. <laughs> we got the Midwest facing off. We have Kansas versus Iowa. We have Iowa. Battle for the corn. Battle for the corn. We have Iowa with a fifty-seven percent confidence, one of the highest in this region. Yeah. We have Iowa moving on to the Elite Eight with a win over Kansas, knocking off the one seed. And then we have LSU Miami, which whew, we got LSU and Miami in the Sweet Sixteen. That could be a that could be a rough one, but we got LSU moving on here. Obviously, uh, the model doesn't know Will Wade is gone, so who knows? But we got LSU advancing to the Elite Eight in the Midwest. Yes, sir. To face Iowa for the opportunity to go to the Final Four, and in this matchup, we got Iowa. Beating LSU and what is supposed to be a close game, according to the model, 54% confidence. So in the final four, we have St. Mary's, we have Gonzaga, we have Arizona, and we have Iowa. We have two fives and a one in the final four. And that's based on math and science. Based on based on math and science, and you can't argue math and science. It's impossible. No one understands it. It's just there. Yep. And so looking at the final four, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, uh, we don't have a graphic for this, but I just got it pulled up here. It's got St. Mary's incredible run ending here at the hands of Gonzaga. 57% confidence in Gonzaga to win. Um so it's it, it could be close, but it's not most like it, it really seems like Gonzaga's gonna win that game. Yeah. And then Arizona, Iowa, you're looking at Air, the wagon of Arizona just plowing through fifty nine percent win confidence against Iowa. They're they're running run ends here. I believe they're both five seats actually, St. Mary's and Iowa. So they yeah. both got that got this seats. close, but they could they couldn't stand up to the one seeds in the championship yep. you got. Gonzaga and Arizona. And this Which is a fight. I think I think this is very, very possible national championship matchup. I love both these teams. Um if I were picking this game, I would pick Arizona. And I think the model did too, if I'm correct. Yep. Dogfight, fifty-two percent confidence for Arizona to come out of this, but they think so. They think it's going to be close, or it thinks it's going to be close all game. Yeah, or so. I shouldn't say all game. It'll be close at the end. So Gonzaga <laughs> goes to back-to-back national championships, loses back-to-back national championships. Heartbreaker. Will they? Will Mark Few ever win? Who knows? But you want to throw up the the entire bracket for the YouTube listeners, Cupcake. And then we'll also post it to Twitter and it'll be on the website and all of the social medias. Uh, you want to, do you have the completed one cupcake? Well, so either way, I mean, it, way, we'll, we'll have, completed. yeah, we'll have the completed one put up. So yeah, you can, you can see the bracket and how it shakes out. Instead of going slide by slide through uh, through them all, if you just wanted to look at the entire bracket itself, there, there it, is. it is. 
So that shows Beautiful. start to finish with Arizona winning it all. And also remember to join our bracket challenge. If you win, you get free you will stuff, get free merch. If you beat the model, congratulations. You beat math and you science. You beat math and science, but you don't win anything else. So um, <laughs> nice pat on so the back, maybe. The model's bracket is in there. My personal bracket's in there. Quentin's personal bracket's in there. Mm-hmm. So come join. See what you Man can do. Man versus machine. See and if you now, can do it. Yeah. See if you can beat the machine. And now. Like John gonna, Henry up in here. Yeah. We're going to touch a little bit on free agency before we go. Uh, because it has been an absolute wild day in the NFL. Bunch of big names on the move. Bunch of big names staying home. What's the one that sticks out to you the most, Quentin? Just congratulations to Zay Jones. I'm happy for you. Yeah, that is quite a contract that that young man earned himself. Yeah, him and Christian Kirk both, man. Uh, The Jags, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they know what they're doing. So the Jaguars looked at the last couple of receiving class or uh, rookie wide receiver classes, looked at this rookie wide receiver class and said, Hey, we got some picks. Why don't we, we need wide receivers. So let's go pay $110 million to Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. <laughs> My seems, Lord. Seems to make sense to me, I guess. But. Hey, I don't get it, it, man. I don't know what they're what I heard they're doing. They did sure up their O line. They got Brandon Scherf coming in. There. Yeah, contract hasn't been disclosed yet. It's supposed to be massive, despite uh, most of the top ha- the top few picks of the draft being projected as offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, and then they signed Evan Ingram to a ten million or one year nine million dollar fully guaranteed deal. So. Sure, Pretty much right. another receiver, so $120 million to Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and Evan Ingram. Yeah, so Trevor Lawrence will have a lot of options to throw to, but like I don't know if they're good. Like Marvin Jones yeah. is still there. LaVisca Chenault's still there. Uh, Travis Etienne's coming back. Uh, um, James Robinson's still there. Like, that that, that guy from Detroit, um, he was a kick returner. He was a like, running back kick returner. He became a receiver full-time. I can't remember yeah. his name right now. Yeah, I looked at the whole list a minute ago. They have like 11 wide receivers or something. Stupid. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. You can field a whole doing. team of wide receivers, and then no one will ever know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe good for them. They're in a weak division, so maybe they could – Maybe that's enough to put them over the top. They still got money. They can still spend. Tyrone Matthews still out there. Maybe sure up the, that defensive backfield. Who knows? But some other big names here. J.C. Jackson on the move. Monster contract. Five years, $82.5 million, 40 guaranteed. Going to the Chargers. Joining Khalil Mack. Joining, uh, what was that? Rookie? Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Derwin James. They drafted that rookie, uh, uh, Sante Samuel Jr. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot he they, was there. Then Sheldon Joseph Day. That defense is going to be nasty. I, th- I think they're going to sign quarterback uh, team Scott Hicks division. too. Yeah, in a in a division that is stacked at quarterback, 
They're building on that defense. They re-signed Mike Williams as well. So they'll be good until week five. Until everybody it's an arms hurt. race out there, man. It's an arms race out in the AFC West. Yeah. I mean, until their entire roster is on IR, they're going to be a, a top five team probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Cedric Wilson talking about monster deals. Talk about a to get a guy like Cedric Wilson and free agency right after Christian Kirk gets four years, $87 million to get Cedric Wilson for three years, 22.8 million at 12.5. guaranteed. It's a good deal. I'm pissed. The Cowboys didn't keep him that like that. I don't, I don't know. That makes the Jaguars. They'll look even stupider. That makes it seem like Cedric Wilson has a terrible agent. Good for the Dolphins. I mean, he can do everything. Yeah, I it's, that that deal makes no sense to me. Uh, I wanted the Bears to go after said badly, so like I'm yeah. I, I'm a little sour about that one. Wide receiver market drained or dried up real quick. Michael Gallup's going back to Dallas. Mike Williams going to the Chargers. Cedric Wilson gets signed. Christian Kirk gets signed. DJ Chark's uh, still available. Allen Robinson. Yeah, maybe they both go to. Uh, Back to Jacksonville as well. I mean, why wouldn't they? They have a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah, somebody's got to catch the ball. Uh, <laughs> going to the biggest news of the day, our Lord and Savior, the prodigal son, returns to Pittsburgh. Mitchell Trubisky. Returns. <laughs> Mitch is back, boys. Kissing titties, driving minivans. He's a blue-collar guy going to a blue-collar city. Going to put that city on his back and lead him to a Super Bowl, Pittsburgh. Hey, good I'm for Mitch. Excited. I'm rooting for him. but I'm so excited. I saw Mitch something that was like between, this, this between like the least Mitch, amount of talent. Roethlisberger's dead money, Mason Rudolph's extension, which I didn't – they extended Mason Rudolph, evidently. I don't really know why. At like four million a year, and I then like for the defense to hit. I think their money still with Dwayne Haskins. It might have been. It was like they, they have like thirty million dollars committed to the quarterback position. Yeah. So as as excited as I am for Mitch, this is probably the least talented Steelers team, skill position wise, in the past decade. And then you bring in a quarterback, so. He does fit what uh, Matt Canada there wants to do, though, with the RPO game, the quick game, and the, a lot of boots yeah. and like um, play action I mean, RPO stuff. I, I think he's going to fit that scheme there. They got some good receivers, so I mean, he won't hit Deontay Johnson and James Washington downfield, but yeah, but good for Mitch. I'm happy for him. We got Carlton Davis going back to the Bucks. That was to be expected with Tom Brady coming back. Brian Allen back to the Rams. Big blow for Bears fans. I know a lot of people Big wanted him. Devondre Campbell stays in Green Bay. Five years, $50 million, uh, 45 or forty. Where the hell does Green Bay get this money? I don't know. Probably took it I'm, from... Uh, I'm blown. Like, I, I was shocked to see that. I, I probably I took it from Devontae Adams. I get it. They were 18 million below the cap still as of like before free agency started. So I don't know where they got the money for this. They haven't reworked Aaron's contract. They reported that they did, but nothing's been done. It's still on the same deal. 
So uh, that was all hearsay. So he's he didn't sign a two hundred million dollar extension yet, but um, he yet. Let's see. Anything? Quandre Dick stays in Seattle. Uh, Eric Reed, no, Justin Reed yeah, for the Justin Texans Reed. goes to the Chiefs. Good uh, signing. I like Chiefs that are not bringing back the Honey Badger. Talk about a crafty, wily veteran. Honey Badger don't give no fucks that you could sign on a one year deal for a competing team. A team like Dallas, a team like uh, San Fran, a team. One, like one of these teams in the NFC that thinks they're close needs to go pick up Tyron Matthew immediately because there's only four teams, five teams in the NFC that have a chance at competing this year, especially yeah. with Tom Brady being back. So ex- I expect them Tampa. in the NFC. Yeah, Tampa, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. But, yeah, I definitely expect him to go to the NFC. I don't see him staying in the AFC for any reason whatsoever. Um BJ Hill stays in Cincy. So a lot of the big names that we thought would be on the move ended up getting signed, uh, staying home. Demarcus Lawrence gets reworked. He doesn't get cut. He doesn't get traded. Big news for Cowboys fans. That means that opens us up to re-sign Randy Gregory. And if that fails, then we get to keep Lyle Collins for depth. So that's nice. Um, but now that Larry, Larry Ogunjobi, the new Bears, uh, Bears. I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't gonna bring it up. Thirteen point five million a year. Uh, that one wasn't. I don't know how pretty that is. Yeah, I was uh, trying to be optimistic when it first happened, <laughs> but like, and, and and to be honest, I don't know a ton about the player. Like, I know he's put up some solid stats. I know that some of the more advanced stats do not really like him, which is kind of interesting um i'll keep being optimistic until i see a reason not to be but i'm i'm having a hard time with it yeah so i expect tomorrow we'll see names start trickling in like leighton vanderish um those kind of second day guys start rolling in probably see a bobby wagner deal here pretty soon big daddy wags Supposedly he has he's working on a deal with his number one destination. And if they can't come to an agreement, he has a deal in place with Dallas. That's good to go. If that other deal falls through, which is a weird thing to report, but I would assume it's Denver. All the signs are pointing Denver for WAG. So um Teddy Two Gloves going to back up Tua. So he's gonna take the certain job. Yeah, almost, a few weeks in, almost assuredly. Almost and then, assuredly, what do you do? What do you do? Teddy's uh, Teddy's quarterback. You always bet on Teddy two gloves. Teddy, yeah, Teddy uh, uh, Spreadwater. Um, yeah, you got to take Teddy. Teddy's the man. Two gloves. Don't give him no. Don't give him no fucks. He's a he's a beast. Take him. <laughs> Every game he starts, just take him. Dolphins are talented. They got Cedric Wilson. So honestly, he's he's a really good quarterback for what I think Mike McDaniel's is going to be doing there. Yeah, I was really surprised that he didn't stick it out and see if he could get another starting job. But maybe he just wanted to be in Miami. Maybe he thinks he what? can take and the b- job battle with the true god. No. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But 
I think that Tom Brady's back. We kind of glossed over that, but we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I think I think he was trying to lever- leverage the Bucks into trading him, and when they couldn't force him to, he was like, "Well, I might as well announce I'm coming back before free agency, before they lose all their guys." So yeah, don't play poker with Bruce Arians. I think that's basically what it came down to. He was like, "Well, they're not going to trade my rights, and." I don't want to come back to Tampa, but I want to play. So my only option is to come back the day before free agency. So everybody knows like, Hey, stick around. we got Super Bowls to win. Yeah. It didn't even work. Nope. I mean, they, I mean, Gronk will stay. Alex, Ka- Alex Kappa left and then, uh, Allie Marpet retired. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's but, a big hit to their own line. Those two guys. Well, they'll figure it out. Yeah. And it's Tom Brady. I mean, he gets the ball out so quick. I mean, they're keeping Chris Godwin. They still have Mike Evans. I'm sure yeah. somebody will get released at some point and go take a sweetheart deal for New England. Cole Beasley is going to be cut. So, I mean, he'd fit in perfectly with that offense. Wait, like, the rapper? Yeah. <laughs> he spits bars, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's a legend worldwide, but... Yeah, I think that basically uh, covers it up for everything. Yeah, all and the big hitting stuff. All the big hitting stuff. So there'll be a, there'll be a big second wave of free agency here. I'm sure it starts trickling oh, yeah. through. Absolutely, but it's March. It's madness. It's all about the bracket boys. It's all about college basketball. Let's get some freaking winners. Let's have a freaking weekend, and we will see you guys next week. And Whatever you do, don't sleep on St. Mary's. Never do it. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.